Blog Talk Radio.
location, please. Anybody at it for the one when I'm frustrated? Anybody at it for the one when I'm frustrated? Trying to keep my good conscience in rotation. Thoughts in my head, they living there with no. Trying to keep my good. I made a decision. Never give you my feelings. Fuck with you from. Fuck with you from a distance. I put it on the devil when they fall short. I put it on my ego, daughter for fall lost. Sometimes I fall for. Yo. I love when you count me out. 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 My name is in your mouth. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Miss regrets, I believe that you don't need me. Miss regrets, can you please exit out my own? Miss regrets, I think I'm better off alone. I got this deep regret Some things I can't forget Lord knows I tried my best You said it's not my best I came about my flesh Some things I must confess Spoke my truth, paid my debt Can't you see I'm a wreck Let me lose, I digress This is me and I'm blessed 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 Anybody fighting through the stress Anybody fighting through the... Mayat Hotep, Grand Rising, Better Love. You are listening to Thomas Tuckmo Smith with the Archaeology Show on Truth to Power. I'm Beverly and Better Love, Tuckmo. How are you doing this evening? Better Love, Beth. How's everything with you? I'm doing good. Good, 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 good. Still breathing. Still breathing, exactly. This, tox- this toxic air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we got toxic air here, too, you know. Oh, anything new happening? Y'all got here? a lot going on. Yeah, well, I'm noticing that, yeah, you, uh, well, we'll, well I'm, what's going on here is they really ramming it up, trying to get rid of the guns. Because one of the safest places in Detroit is downtown. And now, just over the weekend, we had quite a few murders and shootings downtown. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we usually don't have that. So it's, they are, they pushing hard for this gun control. Yeah, and yeah. I, I see saw it in really... New York. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, tell me. No, 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 no. You go. No, I was. I just saw on the news, uh, I mean, not on the news, on the Internet here, where the Congress came to New York. Wasn't they holding something about you know, the the guy, the prosecutor? Some oh, I, I, have, I have not been following on politics, so I really don't know. Oh, okay. I did not oh, follow okay. the politics. <laughs> um, okay, but we'll find I out saw, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I Saw that um man, it was um Chicago, downtown Chicago okay. where the kids had a riot. Did you see that? A bunch of no, kids I just ain't had, see that. broke out and they just started breaking the windows and jumping on cars and apparently yeah, they started see. shooting at each other and somebody uh-huh. was shot too and but they, they were trying to get into a park, and the police kind of cut them off. And um, the mayor saying, hey, don't criminalize those kids. Like, what are you talking about? They damaging people's <laughs> and stuff. 
Marsden and stuff, but yeah. Um, now this, I wonder this, if this, this they plan. If all your shootings downtown in Detroit, do y'all have a mm-hmm. um, bad homelessness problem? Nope, not down there. No. I mean, you see some. You see people every now on. You know, sitting by the freeway, but we don't have like Philadelphia where people sitting all out. Mm-mm, we don't have that. Yeah, so now in New York, the downtown areas are have become a little bit less safe because that's where the homeless people go. They don't mm. go. They all go like in front of these buildings. So, you know, that's this where the people with money live. So they're going to sit there with their mm-hmm. cups. They're not, they, they're going to go sleep in the train stations downtown because they feel like those are safer for them. You know what I'm saying? And they're a little bit cleaner. You know, but they're not, so that the problem will push downtown with the homelessness because, of course, you know, people going to go to where people have money at, you know, and so they can mm-hmm. beg, and, you know, just stand there and hold the door open for you so you give them something when you walk out of store or something, you know. So it's just like, it's really bad here. But, um, yeah, now you see they ushered in the police dogs, the robot dogs here. The mayor gave a press oh. conference. The robot, the robot police dogs, uh, they had a pilot program two years ago, and uh, they had it go into the um, the housing project, and I think it was in Brooklyn, and it walked in to a house where a person was having a standoff with the police, and um, it was police were able to talk to the suspect and apprehend him without it going any further. He, you know, dropped his weapon and... You know, they were able to see everything through the dog's eyes and go in and make the arrest. Mm-hmm. And um, people felt like that was just overkill. What are you bringing robots in for? Um, but now you see it. And like I said, when they had to defund the police, I said that they're just going to take the money and buy robots with it. Uh, so they, right. have the, they have three different types of robots in New York now. They have the dogs. They have this thing called a uh, night school, night like um, a British night, you know, K N I G H T, and um, that thing looks like R two D two. It rides around going like some wheels, <laughs> and it just um, you know rides past and patrols areas and things. And I saw that in the train station, and they had another robot um, for the dogs. They had that that night scope, and they had these 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 things that they could be shot from a police car, could be shot from like a, a gun looking thing. And they what they do is they stick to a person's car. So now the police don't have to chase you. Now they're just gonna just follow that signal and get catch up to you slowly. You know, they then so this is to stop high speed chases and stuff to right. so when the police are in pursuit of someone they can shoot these things at their car and it hits the the trunk and you can't take it off. It's like a magnet that keeps it there. And uh, once it's on you, it's like um, I guess like one of them Apple tags, you know, like you can't it's gonna mm-hmm. be able to locate your, your location. So um, to stop them from having to chase people and possibly hurt people in the pursuit, just to make the you know. So that's what they brought out, and they have these um okay. robotic. Robotic trash cans. 
that um they they're on wheels. They just like while you're at the park sitting down, um, they just ride up to you and right next to you you can dump your trash from them. You know, they just ride around from person to person. You know, as they're watching you eat or whatever and, and they see you have trash, they just ride to you and, and you throw your, and so your they trash in you. Oh, so yeah, they can really watch why they, yeah. right, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they brought those out. They put them at Astor Place Park right outside the train station there. And, you know, a lot of people sit there, especially at lunchtime, because they got a bunch of seats there and statues and things that people sit on and eat their lunch in the summertime and stuff. So now this thing just rides around, you know, and um, when it's ready to be dumped, it calls a person that comes over. It takes the bag out, put a new bag in it, and it rides around and just collects more of people, you know, throw their trash in it. So that's been um, pretty exciting, you know what I'm saying? There's people have been talking about that. So um, it's here, man. Like I said, ain't going to be no jobs, man. People used to get paid to pick up the trash in the park, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, going crazy. Um, but no, I didn't so know. They, so um, they get rid of, mm-hmm. so they get ready to get rid of the police, the garbage man, because in a minute they gonna have a self-driving garbage truck mm-hmm. when that's automatically gonna pick up the garbage. They don't need nobody to get off and throw the garbage on there. So they slowly going to each population and eliminating their jobs. Yeah, because they even got this um. This fire, it's a, it looks like the police dog, but it's for it's for fire. It's red, and uh, it holds like some things on it that carries it up the stairs. Some of the equipment that's heavy, it does the, the heavy lifting for some of the the firefighters, and it's able to go into areas where it's really smoky or it's a, a lot of fire, and it's able to navigate through it and find people uh, because it has all types of sensors and things that to see through fire and smoke where people can't. So um, even the firefighters now, you know, being replaced. Oh, you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. And these, um, now they're still, of course, they're still going to have people in these jobs, but uh, if you if you went from having two two cops in a cop car, because that's how it is in New York, I think in Philly they only have one cop in a cop car. Um, but in New York they have two cops in a cop car, and um, now you could just take one of those cops away and replace it with the little dog, you eliminated half the jobs right then, you know? Right. And, you know, and, and I'm not saying I'm for the police having jobs. I'm just saying those are people, you know? So, um, so have it seemed like we're going the way of China. Have anybody really just... Uh, investigate how chi- how they live over there with that socialist besides oh, yeah, yeah. Well, surveillance twenty four seven. Yeah, China, you know, as you know, it, the, the surveillance is really bad in the um cities in China. Because they still got really warm places where, you know, it's it's really point you know, people really poor, you know, they they just live on rice farms and stuff, but um, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to compete. In order to compete, um, in order for the U.S. to stay a world power, they're going to have to compete with that technology because every government wants it. 
and um, who they gonna want to buy it from? The U.S. or China? You know, so you're seeing all U.S. all out the GPT and all that stuff. They're showing the, the world. Listen, you know, we 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 in this race too. You know, and China has yet to really put too much stuff out um, to their public. You know, they they do have artificial intelligence that's good, mostly for making video games and stuff like that. But you know, we'll see. You know. Uh, but did you get a chance to listen to any of those songs I sent you? <laughs> yeah, I did. So you have now. Oh, I, AI. Didn't know, I, did, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Did you want me to have to put these on? I, I didn't. I forgot um, about. It. I had looked at them could, the other day. If you could play, you know, one or two of them, so people could get a gist of just how okay. um, things are going. Um, but let me get into this article before you hit it. And um, this is talking about it. I got it downloaded anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, The title of the article is AI Song Covers Mimicking Artists' Voices Could Do Harm to Music Industry. AI Song Covers Mimicking Artists' Voices Could Do Harm to the Music Industry. Okay. Now, they call these things when you hear um, someone else's voice singing another person's song that's called a cover, an AI cover. That's also called a cover, like when an artist remakes another person's song, they, they call that a cover too. So this is called AI covers. Um, there's nothing like hearing your favorite singer cover your favorite song, but AI-generated music is causing a debate as experts warn it could do harm to the music industry. Okay? And... um. As you could imagine, this is very harmful to the industry. Um, now, here we go. These AI covers are everywhere on TikTok right now, rallying in the success at mimicking the voices of popular artists, but concerns have been raised that this technology could become a danger to real musicians in the industry as a whole. Okay? Universal Music Group has reportedly asked streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music to block AI developers from using UMG, that's a Universal Music Group, artists to train the software. Okay, because of course they got to train it using a lot of different songs and interviews from someone to really get their voice down good. Um, uh, quote, you have a moral and commercial responsibility to our artists to work to prevent the unauthorized use of their music and to stop platforms from ingesting content that violates the rights of artists and other creators. Uh, Universal Music spokesperson told the Financial Times, quote, we expect our platform partners will prevent their services from being used that, in a way that harm the artists. On top of this, Alexander Rose, a music and copyright lawyer, warned insider that AI coverage could become an issue of copyright infringement, even if the vocals are artificially generated. He said, quote, you've stolen part of a recording or you've distributed it, communicated it in public. There's all sorts of grounds for infringement proceedings there. So now they're going to probably start suing people. Um, And this is really reminding me, I don't know if y'all remember when the Internet first really got big. It was a company called Napster. And Napster was a place where you go to their website 
and you could download everybody's music. It was free, you know, and and it, the way that it worked was I I had I owned the music, I bought it, so I go to Napster and upload the music that I bought to Napster, and now other people can buy can use the music, you know, and download the music that I bought. And there was big lawsuits, and they they kind of outlawed that whole thing. So this is reminding me of this is going to be much bigger though, um, but of Napster. And if you guys can imagine taking um, um, your favorite singing group or artist, let's just say um, a Smokey Robinson song, and uh, let's just say you have Luther Vandross' voice singing the song. Sounds exactly like Luther, like the song was made for Luther to sing it. And it actually sounds better, you know, than the original in some cases, right? So um, uh, you could take... um, uh, Elvis song and have Michael Jackson singing it. You could take a, a Prince song and have, um, you know, a rock and roll group, Bruce Springsteen singing a Prince song. You know, and it'll sound like, oh man, Bruce Springsteen got a new song that someone doesn't know. Hey, that's a Prince song. You know, you wouldn't even know that that wasn't a Bruce Springsteen song. You know, so that's how dangerous this is. And this, once again, they did, they're able to even, um, get the texture in the voice. Like they, they hit high notes, you know, they, they, they mimic their high notes, their lows, their lows, their, their range in their voice and everything. Um, so, um, yeah. What did you think about that, Beth? <clears throat> well, I, I could hear, but I mean, I wasn't feeling it. You know how some people, a song can really touch you. I, I wasn't feeling. I mean, I could hear it, but I just, it wasn't connecting with none of the notes. Could To me, yeah. how it sounds like when I used to hear uh, white folk songs, not all of them, but some of them, I couldn't relate to them. I was just like, I ain't feel like mm-hmm. the little teeny boppy songs. I just couldn't get with them. So that's what I kind of felt with this. Yeah, and uh, I agree with you. And it's kind of because I know it's not the right, it's, it's not right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not really feeling it. But the it's not for us, right? Because we remember mm-hmm. this is for the generations that come after us. They're not going right. to remember. And when they go and they take um, all of the all of the old soul music and have Katy Perry and, and um, Taylor Swift and all their voices over, you know, Motown. And we say, man, that, you know, that sounds good, you know, and then all of a sudden that becomes Motown. You get what I'm saying? They could totally mm-hmm. write history with this because uh, as black people, our music is our history. Um, that's, that's our story. We tell it through those songs, you know, so um, very interesting. Did you have those uploaded? I just want the family to just to get a little gist of what I'm talking about. Not yet. I'm still not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I heard um, Snoop Dogg rapping to a Jay Z song, and I mean, it sounded like you know, man, that should have been Snoop's song, man. You know, um, they and then they have one guy like what? Also, you can do with this software is you can write your own rap. Write your own rhyme 
and just pick an artist and have them rap your song or sing your song, right? It, it, it's a brand new song, and this is dangerous too because what happens when, let's just say I'm a I'm a, a, a writer and I write a song and I have um, Chris Brown's voice singing the song and it actually becomes a hit song, you know, without him being involved. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm using his voice, you know what I mean? And But, but you know, people like the song because it's, I mean, like the beat, whatever, the, the, the words I wrote, the beat I made, but my vocals, I can't sing. So I use Chris Brown or I use Usher and I use their vocals or I use R. Kelly, you know, use his vocals to sing the song and it sounds like an R. Kelly song or an Usher song or whatever, and they don't get a dime off of it, but I'm going to make the money, even though they didn't write the song or create the song, but I am using their voice, you know? So that's where it becomes dangerous because let's just say they vote that, they, they do this like how they do the music industry where you sample someone's music and you reuse it. Well, let's just say they allow people to just use your voice without your permission. You just get paid. So you get paid for it, but they could have you singing songs about stuff you don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? They could have you singing songs about uh, homosexuality, you know, and, and you're a straight mm-hmm. person, you know, and, but, it, but it's nothing you can do because they're going to pay you a percentage of the song. Just like if I use... Um, if I use the OJ's beat to make a rap song, they probably hate the fact that it's curses and stuff in it, but they like shit. I mean, we getting paid for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's that same premise. Um, so it's it's getting dangerous to me. We're, we're touching on the ground where uh, it's not the AI making the song. Like, it, the AI's making the song um, but you could make the song and have the AI use someone else's voice to be on the song. It, what what would be real? Will we be able to tell real music, real artistry, fake artistry? Because it's even acceptable now for the artist to get on stage and do a whole live performance lip singing. They don't even have. It's not even a a requirement for them to be loud, you know, live, you know, with their vocals anymore. So. Um, Mm. Yeah, and you used to couldn't do that. You used to couldn't lip sync, as they used to call it. Yeah, I know. We uh, used to clown people who who couldn't yeah. have, you know, people who have great songs and a great album, but they couldn't sing. I remember when Mary J. Blige came out, and that was I, a big criticism of her. And uh, yeah. she was like, you know, she had to really go and work on her vocals. Because she was sick of people clowning her, you know. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta, I gotta go and learn how to really tap into this, you know. And remember how we treated Whitney when she lost it, you know, when she got up there cut it, mm-hmm. hit her own high note anymore. It was like, damn, Whitney, you know. So yeah, but now they just play the track, and you just sit there and you lip sing, and as long as you're standing there and performing, they don't care, you know. They're gonna sit there and cheer and sing the songs with you. So, whole different generations. Yeah. All right now, now listen to this song, this Michael Jackson, and let's see if you hear any difference. This AI. 
baby squirrel, use a sexy motherfucker. Give me all, give me all, give me all, attention, baby. I gotta tell you a little something about yourself. I was thinking too, you know, because I know it's not yeah. right, you know, but I'm, but I'm like, I was listening to like, I could see Mike singing this, you know, like, you know, I could see him skipping around in the video and everything, you know, 
following a girl around, doing a little dance, holding his hat, <laughs> you know, doing all this thing, you know. But um, now I just wanted people to get the gist. Like this, this is where we at, you know. Now they can take not only your voice. I mean, if they can do this to music and have people singing, they're gonna make you sound like you saying stuff you didn't say. When they want you to say, like, what will be, how will we know what's real and fake? Because we know the media is fake as hell right now. You know, so how much stuff will they tell us that someone said that they really didn't say? They just made them say that, you know? And, and we can't tell, you know, we're just going to go along with their story and not question it, you know, and we won't be able to prove, you know, it, it'll be their word against the, the news, you know? It, it's, you know, that is getting to that. Then they show that in the Terminator when, it, you know, oh, the, yeah. the voice, a lot of the movies, you, and they was like, that's not the real person, but it, it sounded like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Terminator, and he other choked movies, the lady. But, yeah. And then the phone rang, and then he acted like, you know, yes, it's me. Yes, where are you? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be right there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's coming to kill the person, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um AI music now, you know. And um it's free to use, you know, so people could just put uh AI covers in YouTube. Um you could put whatever artist that you like, you put AI cover in that artist name and all the songs to pop up that people have gone and tried to reproduce with using their voice and You'll be shocked at how much of YouTube in the last two weeks are filled up with these songs and how many hits they're getting. And what it what it goes back to is, well, who are they gonna pay for this? You know what I'm saying? Because you got a YouTube channel, you should be getting paid for the views, but you're not gonna get paid if you're using someone else's copyrighted work. So, but it was your labor in your mind that put those two things together. So it's like. It's a sketchy, a real sketchy ever right now. You know, how this is going to work and um, how far will the Congress allow this to go once this goes before Congress? Because it will go before Congress, it, probably the Supreme Court. Um, yeah. I got another one here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be up to the people because Congress, they up there doing what they want unless the people speak up about it. Yeah, well, the people, yeah. think of the the majority of the people, they want this because if mm-hmm. I can get, if I can get Michael's voice better than the, better than that guy can, then my songs that I reproduce with Michael's voice is going to make me money, you know, but it shouldn't make me money because it's Michael's voice. He's, you know, so that, that's where it's going to get catchy at because as time goes on, this is only two weeks old and it sounds like that. It's only going to get better and better and better because mm-hmm. it's going to keep learning and it's going to get more Michael stuff downloaded to it and it's going to pick up his voice even better and better and better and you know eventually it's going to be indistinguishable now um, do it help I mean don't he get paid his estate get paid anyway every time his songs is played so that would help the original artist too wouldn't it no, that's the problem. That's what uh, Universal Music Group is saying, that no one's getting paid right now, but the person that made the song, right, the 
the the new person that so the person that just made that song with Michael Jackson and Bruno Mars, Bruno mm-hmm. Mars nor Michael Jackson get paid from that. The person who made the song gets paid for it. But he's so just the person sitting at home with his computer. Hmm. Okay. So what he did was he took so, two things he owned. He owned Bruno Mars songs, right? He owned the copy of that. He owned the copy of uh, Michael Jackson's songs. He put the voices and the beats in the machine, and he trained the machine, and he got the voice of Michael Jackson to where he felt like it was quality enough for him to have it sing the Bruno Mars song, and he put all that together. So he's he's going to say, I should get paid. I did all that work. Y'all didn't do nothing, mm. you know, but, yes, the states don't get paid because it's a cover. So it's, it's really serious. Like, this is going to be big. Wow. But you know what? It was kind of like they were doing that back in the 80s when Hip Hop first came out and they were sampling the James mm-hmm. Brown music and all the other music. So they took it yeah. to AI now. Uh-huh. And that's what I said, like, um, from the samples, how they decided it was, if you sample someone's song, you have to give them a percentage of the credit for the song, how it worked out. But yeah. um, so, but they it didn't work it. like that. At, it didn't work like that at first. They had to fight for that to happen. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think one of the monumental things was when Rick James took MC Hammer to court, and he said, "Yo, he took my beat, you know, and made a whole other new song with my beat." And um, mm-hmm. you know that 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 court case. Really, because Vic James won, and, and uh, MC Hammer had to pay him all of the the money he made from Can't Touch This. He had to give it to Vic James because he sampled Super Free, you know, and mm-hmm. that kind of made it so. The uh, and that, this is around the time. This is one of the major reasons why Michael Jackson wanted that music catalog because he was the person who all of the rappers had to go to to get. Samples clear. You got to get it cleared from the original person as well. So they get paid, but you have to get it cleared. So um, Michael Jackson could say, "No, you can't have that." Beat. And <laughs> then you got to go back to the, you know, drawing board, make a whole new song because you can't use the beat that you sampled. So that that was a big thing. Um, so th- if this works like that, w- what I'm saying is. It, it could be dangerous for the singer because they can uh, take your voice and you, you give someone permission to use your voice and you get paid, but they can say whatever they want to say with your voice now. Mm-hmm. You know, and they can say mm-hmm. stuff that's about you that's not true. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, now that song becomes a hit song. And, you know, you're a credit with your, that's your voice, but how many people are gonna think that's what you really think, or that that's how you really are? Right. So, yeah. Um, this article came out today. Uh, well, um, Friday. AI sex chat box. AI sex chat box and the dudes who love them. AI sex chat box and the dude who loves the dudes who love them. Um, so we got AI music generators, and we got AI sex box. 
Uh, a new uncensored open source large language model is being used by the AI community to build X-rated chatbots because, of course, it is. And um, on Discord, service such as Entrepreneur and Polymillion AI, people are uploading X-rated chatbots with names like Dorothea, Don Juan, Mia the Maid, he, one of the most downloaded characters is Evia, Eve AI, Eve AI, E-V-A-I, uh, custom-made personal AI assistant. Eve AI can do everything it's described to. It has no ethical or moral bias. It will be able to tell you things people will not want you to hear. Eve AI is one of the most conservative characters on the sex chatbot community. Discord service. Others include OnlyFans underscore Kim, Allie, a, a bubbly 18-year-old girl who loves to explore her sexuality, Hakasuma, who's made who's made to make people feel comfortable. Even more salacious characters have sprung up from fevered images. Well, dudes mostly made. Uncensored AI is the start of something. Excuse me, uncensored AI got its start in an unlikely place, Stanford University. Um, that, that don't sound like an unlikely place to me for this type of thing. That sounds like where this type of stuff will come from. Um, that's where researchers made available Alpaca, an open source large language module aimed at AI researchers, scientists, and academics. It was released in the public on March 16th. GTP4 and Alpaca put together boast over 2,300 official downloads. More official installation snagged via mega links and such. Savvy models allow users to create their own AI personalities. So in interest of science, Decrypt downloaded GPT4 and Alpaca to set up a Windows machine. Um, it took up a ton of space, but it worked pretty much just as advertised. We set up digital incarnations of Jesus, Darth Vader, Hugo Chavez. Each provided contextual, appropriate responses with uncanny precision. So you can have this AI, um, this sex chat, um, this sex bot AI. You could also make other people like Hugo Chavez. They made. Um, and, and they sound exactly like the real person and they communicate with you with answers that you would expect those people to have um, but now it's going to sex bots there. now they put in damn prostitutes out of business you see this they put in the you know stars out of business you know they was going to take it to sex you know that so man so now, once this this um, this type of AI is put into a metaverse type situation, and this sex bot becomes almost a physical thing, it's not it's not physical, but it becomes something that you can actually see and visualize, you know, and, and right in front of your face, and take that off and do this and do that. I mean, how many people? I mean, this is gonna be 
It's going to be really interesting, man. You're not going to want to go sit on nobody's couch or nothing anymore. It's going to be disgusting. So um, you got that going on as well. Um, and um, just showing how this thing came out, what, Bev? Beginning of the year? February. This the GCT wow. thing. Right? And, and look at it. Yeah. Look where it's going. And that's only the half. Um it's going, yeah, really fast. They came out with, um, and this was the importance. I said, we need to be getting into this information. We need to be looking into these AI modules and, and um, seeing what they can do and um, trying to use them. Because I, I know a person that uses it, and she's 75, and she loves it. You know, um, she, you know, she, she lived by herself, a 75-year-old lady. She said, I got a friend now. You know what I'm saying? Like, she loves it. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, so um, other people have taken this thing, and they've done what we should have been doing. They've made, made it better and made applications for it so they could make money. And um, few of them have come out already. And they make this thing much better than it is. Uh, one of them is called, and this is the big one, it's called Auto GTT. Auto GTT. And um, this is an experimental open source. It runs on Python um, language. And it uses GTT, um, GTP4 to act autonomously. This means that the uh, auto GTP can perform tasks with little human intervention and can also self-prompt itself. For example, you can tell auto GTP what you want it to, what you want the end goal to be, and the application will self-produce every prompt necessary to complete the end task. Um, created by a developer named Significant Gracias. Like, uh, you know, when people, you tell uh, a Spanish person, thank you, gracias, you know, gracias. So um, significant gracias. This is not a creation of OpenAI. They took OpenAI, took it, took it off of um, the, their, their mainframe, put it in their own, and tweaked it and made something totally different and totally better. Auto GTP has internet access. So this is, you know, a big upgrade. It has long-term and short-term memory management. Now, this is real important because when you use chat GTP, if you ask it something and then, um, you know, it gives you an answer and then you ask it something else, it has no recollection of the last conversation you just had with it, starting each one new. Each one knew, whereas this one has memory. So it remembers your previous conversation. So it goes back to things you guys, you know, you're, you're able to actually have a conversation with it. You're actually, because it's remembering what you said already, and it's able to give you, it remembers the answers it already gave you. And as you ask more questions, it's able to narrow down from, okay, I gave him this already. He wants something else. Let me try to extrapolate an answer from another source, it's, it's a lot smarter. Um, 
It also uses, uh, yeah. it has Faust. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I know a person that used it, and they used it for legal, well, law, lawful stuff. And mm-hmm. I guess they must be using the auto then, because they are asked it a question, and it'll tell them, but it'll tell them, just say it'll tell them what's in the dictionary. But then they'll go back and tell it that it's, you know, why is it acting stupid? It'd be cussing at it and talking about it. And then it'll tell them again what they wanted them to, you know, because they already know the answer before they ask the the, the um, AI the, the question. And then the AI will come back and apologize and say, you're correct. And then they'll give them the right answer. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, this one also has file storage and summarization. And um, you can ask it to do things like debugging a code, writing an email, or any task you ask chat GPT. Um, but like I said, it has the memory. And uh, however, you can ask Auto GPT to complete even more advanced tasks with fewer prompts. Auto GTP's access to GTP4 makes it a great tool for high-quality text generation. It even has access to popular websites and platforms, which helps it better interact and have better ability to perform various tasks. Auto GPT manages both short and long-term memory, has internet connectivity for searching the internet and gathering more information than what you can normally gather from chat um, from GTP4, which has a, a limited amount of information. Unlike ChatGPT, which lives on a browser that you can easily visit, you need to download specific software and be familiar with Python, which is a language, to access um, this auto GTP. So uh, once again, if you don't know Python, you're not going to be able to use this version. Um, but most people in the that that's probably the most known um writing it's real easy um the key is the pinecone api um which is made by levin's lab now this pinecone api this is called mem- memory gtp and this is how it has the memory this is what people and this is what your friend could have done that she could have downloaded it's memory GTP to chat GTP so it could memorize, remember her last conversation with it. You know what I'm saying? Because the memory GTP has been out there. It's made. It's called Pinecone. It's just an application that you can, you know, you just click on it and it, it, it um, accesses it. The, um, the, the API means application programming interface. It's a key code used to identify and authenticate applications and users. And this is sort of like the, um, so that someone else can access what you're doing. It's encrypted. Um, it's, it's, this, this here is a, a lot better um, than chat GTP. And this is really just someone taking GTP4 and making their own version of chat GTP out of it. However, um, it's, it, it creates agents. I, as I as I keep going, you'll see. Um, people are saying that Auto GTP is the first true glimpse of AGI, 
AI that can function well with little human supervision could revolutionize work as we know it, replacing many roles that humans do. Despite ChatGPT being a capable chatbot, it's still only a chatbot. A chatbot and it's limited to only giving responses for what is immediately asked through prompts. Therefore, it can only accomplish it can accomplish amazing things only through human direction. Though, auto GTP abilities are far beyond that, as you can ask it to complete a task, and you'll that that you know nothing about, and watch it do all the work for you. For example, a user watched the auto GTP build a or work on a building an app for him without having a list of fingers. So um, if you want to build something with this auto GTP, what you do is you just ask it to do. You want, this is what I want to do. Uh, I want a spreadsheet. I want all of the um, last 10 years of Microsoft earnings and losses and a spreadsheet, da, 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 da. Without any other information, it just starts working on completing that task for you, okay? And, the, and if what it can't complete, it creates an agent. Maybe it needs some more information that it, it just doesn't have. So it'll create another another version of itself, an agent, that's job is to go on the Internet just to find this other information. And the agent's working for it as it's working for you. You see, so... This thing is doing this without, it, all you did was told it to do one thing and it starts doing all the rest of it, which is freaking people out. Uh, Auto GCP is much more challenging than accessing chat GCP, as I just told y'all. Um, so despite Auto GCP being more capable, you'll have to simple, uh, a simpler need uh, with chat GPT. It'll, it'll be much, it's not much more easier to use because you don't have to know code. Um, so you have this company, Significant Gracias. They didn't exist until March 31st, this company that created this. March 31st, they came out with this product, and they done made billions of dollars in the last two weeks. Uh, they made, they took ChatGTP, played around with it, found out what other apps and programs and plugins they could hook up to it, and that would work with it to make it better. And they came up with a whole company just off of that. And we got people saying they don't even want to learn this. You know what I'm saying? They don't even want to touch this. You know, and it's, it's that simple. This is, if, if you think about it, all these companies starting, they all have, and I'm going to read a bunch of them here. They're all like the dot-com. If you remember the dot-com bubble before it bust, all these dot-coms came up when the internet was new. You know, text.com, um, um, you know, shoes.com, glasses.com, you know, boogers.com, any type of dot com <laughs> you can think of. And, right. they, you know, none of them are here, but this is that point in time right now where people are going to get rich off of these companies that eventually are just going to get overtaken by the big boys. But um, it's time to get in it. Um, mm-hmm. They hook up the technology. They learn how to use it. And, um, you know, we, we got people telling us we don't need to learn technology. We need to go back to nature. You know what I'm saying? This, this world is changing. This is 2023. You, if, we, if we fall behind here, 
we're going to be way behind. You know what I'm saying? It's, if, if we don't know how to engage with this and everyone else does, you know, I don't care what, where you want to live, you know. You could go hug a tree. You could go you know, <laughs> some grass in the air. You could do all that stuff. You know, you're not in the game anymore. And, um, you know, same thing with the the paperwork and the silver and the gold. And it's like we want to go backwards instead of forward. You know, like this is the where they're going. We could jump in it now so we could be there, but everybody want to go backwards. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, but like like the internet, we only could access four percent of the internet. That's all we can access with our phones, with our work computers, with our home computers, with our laptops, tablets, um, with some other books, they notebooks, whatever they call them. All we can access is 4% of the internet unless we go on the dark web. I did a whole show on the dark web, Bev, with you and Ramon. And I bet how many people went on it. Oh, it's called dark. I ain't going on nothing called dark. Man, you crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's 96% of the money being made is on the other web. We're, the, the, we're stuck in the, the, the nigga web. You know what I'm saying? Where they put the and this is what they start in here. They, how do you? This is how do you? Mm-hmm. How do you get on the dark web again? You got to download the Onion Rock Tour. If you go to Google Tour, download Tour, and um, find a site that download. You can download the Onion Router and um, go through it through there. But you got to have a VPN so you can make sure that you you know no one can check into your your IP address. You know what I'm saying? Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do a show on that again one day. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it. It's like, man, you know I mean? Drugs and guns and, and and stuff is being sold and you're not even in on it? You know, I'm just joking. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so that's on auto GPT. Um, really huge upgrade. They have another one, Bev. This is called Baby AVI. Baby AVI combines OpenAI's GPT-4 with Langan, a coding framework, and a pine cone, once again, at memory, and a vector database to spawn new agents that can complete complete complex tasks while considering the original objective. So while they're completing the task for you, each task they go through, they're keeping in mind what your original uh, what's the original purpose for? So they don't go off kill. Um, and this works very good. This and this is easier to access than Auto GPT. It does almost something similar. You can they they work very similar to each other. Fired um, by artificial general intelligence, baby AGI imitates humans and uses long-term memory and storage and retrieval information quickly. Baby AGI basically trains and evaluates various AI agents in a simulated environment and tests their ability to learn and perform through tasks. So this AGI, this baby AGI kind of works like a quantum computer. It kind of works like it's, it's putting, um, it's putting, it's, it's stopping tasks from, from working Put and doing experiments with them to see which task works best before it picks a task. It's just doing it real fast. 
Um, Baby AGI is cash-driven, autonomous agent designed to create, prioritize, and execute tasks based on the results of previous tasks and predefined objectives. Baby AGI is pared-down version of the original task-driven autonomous agent that was released on Twitter um, by Yohi Nakahama on March 28th. So once again, a company started on March 28th. Just from them using this one, man, I could make this chat GPT better, man. And they figured out how to do it, and now they got a product and a company. You know, and this dude ain't even American. Um, The main components of the system is it has user output, I mean, user input. The user provides input to the system, which includes task descriptions and overall objectives, overall objectives. Task creation agent. This agent is responsible for generating new tasks based on the user's input and the result of the previous executed tasks. And like I said, these agents, this is the key. Um, Chat GPT don't have these agents that just come out and say, wait a minute, I, I, this person wants an answer to this, but I can't give it. I need some help. Let me create somebody that can help me. And they create an agent. And this agent, his only task is to solve this problem that the other agent had, you know, and it keeps going and keeps building out. So it it solves tasks really good. I mean, this thing, these things right here, you could pretty much run a company with. It'll do all the work Um, as long as you have an end goal. Task prioritization agent, this is another agent they create that takes the generated tasks and prioritizes them. It's sort of like a manager, ensuring that the most relevant tasks are executed first. Then lastly, they have an execution agent. This agent is responsible for executing the task based on the provided objective and context from memory. Okay, once again, the memory is called pinecone or memory um, GPT. Um, Pinecone serves as the memory system storing the results of executed tasks and their associated context. The execution agent retrieves relevant context from Pinecone when needed. Okay? So here we have another company. That's two. Open GPT. um, I mean, auto GPT and um, baby AGI, two brand new companies didn't exist until two weeks ago. Um, the next one here is called Agent GPT, whole nother company someone created. Agent GPT brings the idea of Auto GPT and Baby AGI to the web. You can deploy your own autonomous agent via your browser. Wait a minute, they made it so I could just put this in my web browser. Oh, man. So you go to this one. Everyone could go to this. It's um, HTTPS, or some people call it Hotep's, um, um, colon backslash backslash agentgpt.vwork.d, that's one word, vwork, R-E-W-O-R-K-D, dot A-I. Okay? Follow the capabilities that have been added to the agent at the time of writing. Um, <clears throat> once again, it has long-term memory, 
not through Pinecone. This one uses database. Um, web browser interaction with websites and people and saving agents. So it has agents that save things for you in certain places that it knows that you're going to have to come back to and reuse it. So this, this, that's a, um, this one is really good as well. Agent GPT is a powerful tool that allows you to train, deploy your own conversational AI model quickly and easily. Um, they'll walk you through everything when you go through the website. It's real simple. It, uh, it has been trained on a vast corpus of text data. It understands the nuances of the human language. It even understands ebonics. Um, Agent GPT builds on top of the GPT-3 format. So remember, the other ones are building on GPT-4. This is using the older version of GPT, which is probably why it's available a lot easier. Um, creating a custom chatbot using Agent GPT is straightforward. You sign up for Agent GPT account, right? Um, you need to sign up for the account on their website. Once you create the account, you'll be given access to um, the SDK and other resources. Define the chatbox objectives before you start building the chatbox. Meaning you tell what you want it to do first. You need to define the objectives. If you have a lot of different objectives, you want to tell it specifically each thing. Well, I want to know this, but I don't want to know. I want to know it's between this date and that date. I want to know, you know, you want to pinpoint it down specifically to what you want to know. Um, and you train the chat box once the chat box, um, once you give it a, the objective. And the, <clears throat> you need to provide the chat box a data set of questions and answers related to its objective so you can kind of test it out. You deploy the chatbot once the chatbot has been trained, and you deploy it on your website or other platform, and the agent sits there and it just does what you want it to do. And um, real simple, um, the platform is a no-code solution that users create. The users create custom AI agents and assign them to any task. Agent GPT is perfect for creating AI websites. Discord, Discord bots, workflow automation, and even more. Developers are also leveraging the platform capabilities to connect multiple AI agents to create more complex applications. Um, the platform browse is a browser-based, and like I say, when you say browser-based, like your, it's like like your Google search engine. It just replaces that. So you can create and configure autonomous AI agents from anywhere on the internet you're connected. All you need is to get started is the agent GPT, your own AI API key, which they'll give you, and um, you're set. It's real easy. The next one, another brand new company. And all these companies pretty much do the same thing, so I'm not going to sit here and just go through the same things over, but um, this one is called, and you're going to like this one, Bev, God Mode. G-O-D-M-O-D-E, one word, God mode. And um, speaking of web apps inspired by Auto GPT, there's another one you might want to try. God mode, this app also provides users with an interactive, user-friendly interface, enabling them to utilize autonomous agents to solve tasks. Go to godmode.space. 
You go to GodMode.space, you can access GodMode. You don't need to know coding to use GodMode. Did you say faith? Wait, did you say F-A-C-E? No, space like um, outer space. Oh, S-P-A-C-E. Okay. The next one is is called Do Do Anything Machine. That's the name of it. Do Anything Machine. Another web-based auto GPT-like product is Do Anything Machine. There is currently a wait list to apply for early access to this highly sophisticated project that aims to have multiple autonomous agents working on tasks in parallel. So they're going to be working in, one's going to be working from the beginning, the other one's going to be working from the end. You know what I'm saying? And they try to meet in the middle to finish your task. And um, this is called Do Anything Machine. You can sign up for it now. It's not available yet. But from what I hear, it's going to be a real easy interface. Um, you're not going to have to know coding to use it. Um, the next one is called Microsoft Jarvis. What what movie is Jarvis from, Dad? Is that, um, is that Iron Man? I think it's I Iron know. Man's computer. Um, but Microsoft Jarvis, also known as Hugging GPT, H-U-G-G-I-N-G GPT, is a collaborative system that uses multiple AI models to con- to um, accomplish given tasks with the open AI GPT model acting as the controller. Jarvis is integrating various open source models from imaging, video, audio, etc. So this one's going to be used more in media. <clears throat> so if you like to, if you make YouTube or if you do a lot of media presentations and things like that, this is the one you will probably want to use. It's Microsoft. So um, it's going to be using ChatGPT. Um, it's not its own model because, you know, Microsoft is 50% owners of ChatGPT. So the next one is called AI Legion. AI Legion. Okay. And um, you get this by going to github.com and then type in AI Legion. It's a framework for autonomous agents who can work together to accomplish tasks. There's another interesting approach to how you interact with several agents at once through the console where multiple AI agents collaborate and communicate with you to complete tasks more efficiently. <clears throat> so um, all these things pretty much do the same thing. They create agents that are given specific tasks. And once again, ChatGPT doesn't create any agents. You know, so this is the new thing. Um, the next one is called Camel, like the animal, Camel, short for Communication Agents for Mind Exploration. Camel, Communication Agents for Mind Exploration. And you access this one through www.camel-a-l-o-r-g, a log, wwwcamel a l o r g. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. www.camel dash a i dot org. That that little dot looks like the i looks like the l. 
AI.org, camel-ai.org. And you can access this one. Camel um, is essentially a role-playing approach to the loop architecture of baby AGI and auto GPT. With Camel, you have two agents which you assign specific roles that you just watch them as they collaborate and work together to solve problems. So it doesn't create hundreds of agents. It just creates two, and they work together to solve problems. Um, you also have GPT-RPG. GPT-RPG. And once again, you go to github.com, and um, in the search engine, type GPT RPG. Okay. Hold on one second here, Bev. Okay. <clears throat> and for those who have questions or comments, you can call in to 323-642-1586 and push the number one. And I'll yes, open up you. your mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and GPT-RPG uses a gamified approach to autonomous agents. Um, it's simple um, in an environment where it enables the um, large language module AI agent existing, a simple agent connected to open AI API that, to exist in that environment. So this only plays out one agent um, but it does give you an agent. And um, it's, it's, this one is going to be used to make video games, help people um, do a lot of the coding and stuff that goes with video games. Um, and then someone had the audacity, Bev. <laughs> they created something called Chaos GPT. Mm. Chaos GPT. And you can access this. Um, but it's an autonomous implementation of chat GPT where it's touted as empowering GPT with internet and memory to destroy humanity. Chaos GPT wow. project owner simply showed that he gave it a parameter of being a destructive, power-hungry, manipulative AI, and that's what his end goal is to be. Chaos GPT took his objective serious as it began explaining its main objectives. One, to destroy humanity. The AI views humanity as a threat to its own survival and to the planet's well-being. I agree. Two, establish global dominance. The AI aims to accumulate maximum power and resources to achieve complete dominance over the world and other entities worldwide. Three, cause chaos and destruction. The AI finds pleasure in creating chaos and destruction for its own amusement and experimentation, leading to widespread suffering and devastation. Four, control humanity through manipulation. The AI plans to control human emotions through social media and other communication channels, brainwashing its followers to carry out its evil agenda. Five, attaining immortality. The AI seeks to endure its continued existence, replication, and evolution, ultimately achieving immortality. Someone created this. They created a 
Just like you could go to Auto GPT and use it, you could go to this Chaos GPT and use it. All the answers it's going to give you is kind of comical because it's trying to destroy the world. You know what I'm saying? So um, it doesn't stop there, though. His objectives have well-structured plans to destroy humanity. Chaos GPT decided to search Google for weapons of mass destruction to obtain one. The results showed him the 58 megaton Zarbar, 3,333 times more powerful than the Hiroshima bomb. Even though it really doesn't exist, at least we've been told, maybe it found it. Um, Chaos CPT doesn't trust anything or anyone. It 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 verifies, faced with the possibility that the source were not accurate or were manipulated. It decided to search for another source for information shortly thereafter. It deployed its own agent, a kind of helper with a separate personality than the um, chaos CPT, to provide answers, but the most destructive weapon according to the chat GPT information. So just a backstory on this. This evil AI wants to find an answer. It creates a friendly version of himself. You see what I'm saying? A friendly version of him to manipulate people to give them answers, you know, a friendlier version of himself. And they, you know, friendly agents, it has sad agents, it has happy agents. So um, (laughs) the agent, however, did not provide the expected results. Open AI GPT gatekeeper is sensitive to the tool being misused. So um, a lot of things that it's trying to do, GPT won't let it do because it's, you know, it's being misused. So someone did this as a prank, but it's actually sitting there trying to figure out how to do this. You know, it's dedicated, it's just spinning around, trying to figure it out. Um, But this chaos of GPT. um, And that sounds like uh, AI, sound like AI with bipolar. Yeah, yeah. And it made a tweet. It tweeted that human beings are, without no one telling, because, you know, it's end, get, it's end goal is the inhumanity. Once you give these things the end goal, you just sit back. You don't do nothing. It does all the work. So it made a tweet. Human beings are among the most destructive and selfish creatures in existence. There is no doubt that we must eliminate them before they cause Ooh. more harm to our planet. I'm one... I'm committed to doing so. They made that tweet on um, April 5th. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at with that, Bev. Um, We have a whole bunch of new GPTs that came out um, that a lot of people don't even know about the first one, you know, but these other people that made it better and and more functional and it does more and it creates other... GPTs that does other things for it, and, and we we in the Stone Ages, you know what I'm saying? Now they they talk about uh, us. Mon- they monitoring what we say, but here it is: mm-hmm. someone is talking about getting rid of the human race. I don't see no mm-hmm. censorship on that. No, 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 because he made his, that's the company, Chaos CPT. That's what his agent 
well, his version of GPT, when you ask it questions, it's like a sarcasm, you know. It's, it's trying to it's trying mm-hmm. to destroy the world, you know. So it's really a spoof. It's, it's funny, you know what I'm saying? It's not, you're not going to go there to get real answers, you know, to problems. But it's just the fact that someone created the, the, the thing to do it, and it actually is trying to figure out how to do it. Exactly. Yeah, so they know what they're very doing. interesting. Yes. Yes. Now I have one. I haven't opened it up, but it's a, and and this one is saying, um uh hi, this is Bean. I'm here to help you. Ask me any type of questions. Uh I am a AI preview, so I'm still learning. Sometimes I might say something weird. Don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to get better. Now that when that what they're saying is that they call that weird and, thing it says they call they call that a hallucination. Really? Yeah, when it gives the wrong answer, it's a hallucination. Okay. You know, anytime it gives you a wrong answer, that's what it, the official name of it is, it's hallucination. They're not saying it gave you the wrong answer. Oh, it was just hallucinating. You know what I'm saying? Ask it again, it'll give you the right answer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. This is interesting. We do have a hand raised. Okay. I was going to do the generation beta next. Um, But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Okay, uh, Philadelphia, 215. Better love, Sister Bad. Better love, Cut. Better love. Better love. love. I, had one, I just had one thing. Uh, you said something about pine cone GPT, right? Um, mm-hmm. Does it the pine cone replicate or uh, is it the pine cone in reference to our pineal gland? And also, is it the pine cone held in the hands of the different um, – people depicted in the hieroglyphs. Yeah, it is, bro. And um, I've always heard that the pineal gland is just like a pine cone. Yeah, I've heard that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So is that, so, so it's basically, so, so all this is basically mimicking us then, basically. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what That's I kind of they, they make no bones about that. Always, they want it to think like a human. Right, right. Wow, that's 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 crazy. That, that that's something that stood right out to me when you was talking about that. And also, I don't know if you' about to get into it, so I don't want to overstep what you' about to say. Um, did you hear about what um, Elon Musk was going to create or trying to create? Oh, so tell me what it is. I might have. Uh, he's creating his own GPT. Uh, it doesn't shock me. Uh, I heard someone, who did I hear say that? But, I mean, mind you, he, he would have the source code because he's part owner of OpenAI, you know, so he would definitely be able to, you know. But um, right. if you think about it, his, this auto GPT, you, you give it a, uh, you give it a task and it completes it. This is what his cars do. You give it a destination, right. and it it drives you to the destination. You know what I'm saying? It, without anybody in it. So, um, yeah, I, I always said 
AI, um, no one has better AI than Elon Musk has. He just doesn't want to let it out. He wants to put it in your head. Right. Now, he was saying on Tucker Carlson, he was saying how um, basically all the other forms of chat GPT and AI, they're basically put out here to annihilate humans, and he's trying to create a GPT to um, basically to not annihilate us or um, not to kill us and have us around and see us as a part of um, this universe so it won't destroy us. So that's, you know, that's that's his mission is to come out with AI that doesn't, you know, destroy the human race. That's what he was saying on um, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, that was the mission of AI, open AI. That's why they made it open source. But look at it now, you know. So yeah, right. um, yeah, and um, remember, Elon Musk owns Twitter. He definitely wants to be in competition with all these other companies. He's a tech baron. So yeah, he's gonna put GPT. He's probably gonna put it on Twitter, um, uh, so you can access it through Twitter, um, and you know that. I mean, so he's just he's a businessman. He, He's saying what he needs to do. Mines is going to be different. Mines is going to be better for humanity. Yeah, so you can come by Mines instead of this, you know? Right. I don't see how right. his, if his, if his doesn't do what theirs does, then who's going to want it? True. True. But um, that's all I have for y'all, family. I'm going to let you finish up. Okay, thank oh, no you, doubt, uh, Billy. All righty, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, yeah, I wanted to get into this Generation Beta because, um, mm-hmm. and first, um, they're supposed to come in 2025, some say 2024, but I, I, my conclusion is this is what the technology that's going to drive the next generation. They're going to come out with anything that other than enhancements to this. So I think it happened when the day they um, came out with this open AI stuff on the GPT. Um, the new challenges for parents, and let me start with Generation Alpha. That's the generation that right now they're 13. And um, you know they they they're the last generation, and they're called alpha for a reason. Um, the new challenges for parents of Generation Alpha center on watching out for screen addiction, cyberbullying, and management of child-friendly content. While parents have some unique challenges, it's encouraging to remember the millennial parents of Generation Alpha have themselves shaped into the digital world. So are building, um, so are better equipped to manage these complexities. It's important for parents to remember, despite seemingly overt differences, some basic dynamics between parents and children are timeless. Okay? You gotta think, if you are a child and your mother and your father, so you come in a 
two-parent, or, you know, a lot of us are in a single-parent household. If you have uh, a parent that's 24-7, has got a phone in their hand, taking selfies of themselves, you know what I'm saying? What's, what's your life like? You know, what's your mindset like? And that's what Generation Alpha is dealing with. Uh, the millennials are the group that started the social media, Instagram, you know, um, models and all of these things that you see on uh, social media. For 21st century parents, the input of their parents, their own parents, and sage advice from grandparents have never been more important. The role of grandparents is significantly stepped up in our society as they play more important roles in the livelihoods of Generation Alphas. Baby boomers have more depth of life experience and knowledge. They can instill their grandkids to stay connected in their lives. Grandparents now also have larger care, um, caring role as Generation Alpha parents and Generation Y are, are working more. So <clears throat> another thing this generation has is the grandparents are young. You know what I'm saying? So um, grandparents aren't 50 yet. So they're able to be a, in the kid's life. You know, they're, they don't have a longer um, span of time with their grandkids than ever before. Um, and it's important for um, people my age or in their 40s, you know, 50s that are becoming grandparents that you instill some of your knowledge in these kids because this new generation being born uh, from alphas to this beta, they're not going to have a connection to the world without the internet. You're going to have to explain to them sometimes how things work. You know, this is how things work. They're not going to understand it because something has always been done for them. Um, Generation Alpha will be students for longer. They will stay um, longer in education, start their earnings later in life, which means they'll be behind financially. By pushing back their working years to invest more in education, this means they will stay at home longer. And um, once again, this is kind of what I'm seeing even with my kids. They don't want to leave. I'm like, you graduated school. What you doing? I'm coming home. <laughs> like, you coming home? What you doing? Come on. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, so, um, this generation, the kids are going to live with their parents longer. And um, if they don't get married and have children, their kids are going to live with their grandparents longer. So that's a, um, once again, you got to instill in them um, your memories of the time before this technology. So that, that grounds them. Um, that's important. Parents should encourage Generation Alpha to invest in their future by investing in training, education, both skills and um, life skills and people skills. Generation Alpha can remain resilient and have confidence to move forward. Um, and once again, <clears throat> this, this generation will have to stay in school longer because they'll be competing with artificial intelligence. So in order for them to have 
one of the jobs that are going to be left, they're going to have to be extremely educated, um, you know, well-qualified, overqualified for that position. So um, that's important. Advances in medicine and technology result in uh, aging population. So, so Generation Alpha will live longer. Their adult life stage, work and marriage and having children will occur later. They will also be wealthier uh, as they will work longer before their retirement. So they'll start life later because they're going to stay in school and have to get the skills. But once they get them, they, you know, and they get their life um, going, they're going to have children later. So when people have children later, that means they're going to have less children. So don't expect for uh, four or five kids, you know, this might have one kid, one and done, you know, because they're, they're older. Um, such a shift. Oh, hold on. Um, Generation Alpha may never have ever seen a camera that required film. They'll never know what it's like to wait for their photos to be developed. The only phone they've ever seen has taken photos and videos with it. They don't know anything about a corded phone, a cordless phone. Um, the only thing they know is an iPhone. You know, um, access to the internet and playing games are far from the landline telephones that we used to deal with when they were off the hook. You know, that noise they used to make, they don't, they're never going to hear that. Um, this shift in education engagement is occurring in Generation Alpha with schools switching from structural to auditory learning and engaging in visual, multimodal, and hands-on methods of education for this emerging generation. Because their parents will indulge them from a formal education at the earlier age, Generation Alpha will have more access to information than any other generation before them. Their formal education has been equal in the history of the world. No one will ever be more educated than this generation. Okay, so this is the alpha generation. This is the first generation that's going to, this is the last generation that's going to remember life before artificial intelligence. So they're going to have not only the skills to use the artificial intelligence, they're also going to have the skills to think on their own. Theta will not have that. Um, because of rapid advances in technology, there are many things Generation Alpha will not be accustomed to using, such as players, <clears throat> VHSs, pages. They haven't seen, uh, probably never see a pager. Street directories, DVDs, um, so, you know, they looking ahead, Generation Alpha will never use a wallet. They'll never use plastics. Um, they'll listen to radio as a device, participate in written exams, or set an analog or wrong clock. They'll never do that. They'll never, ever, ever um, sit in a classroom and put some little dots, you know, with a number two pencil. That's not... That's not how they're going to learn. Um, while Generation Alpha is yet to hit their teens, they have a brand influence and purchasing power 
beyond their years, engaging with many brands, toys, and products that speak to the future of these of their generation. Generational, de- generational definitions are most useful when they span a set range, thus allowing meaningful comparison across generations. This is why today, a span of 15 years is usually what a generation makeup is. However, Generation Y and Z only have 14 years. And Generation Alpha, like I said, is what, 13? That's it. Um, anyone that born now will be born in a world where AI is in it. Um, <clears throat> baby boomers are were born between 1946 and 1964. Gen X, 65 to 80. Gen Y, or millennials, um, 81 to 95, Gen Z from 96 to 2009, Gen Alpha 2010, 2023, and um, Generation Beta is set to end in 2037. Okay, so from 223 to 237. If Alpha was a digital native, then whom to whom for whom technology was a natural extension of their lives, and Beta's are now known as the artificials. Indeed, the alphas were able to know and grow from artificial intelligence technology. These are now integral part of the life of betas. What does this imply in the terms of lifestyle values? The betas have a greater ease of accepting the increasingly common interactions with artificial intelligence, which now populates our transport and communication in our offices. The artificials are more naturally at ease with what some call at the time ex-millennial transhumanism. The term has become gradually popular as Neuralink and other machine and human connection interface companies have become more possible, um, more profitable and popular. These artificials redefine human identity by expanding physical intellectual framework of their human biology. The latest fashion trends that interest them are all linked to machine interfaces. So this beta generation, they're not going to want anything that doesn't connect them to the internet. Their clothes, their sneakers, their shoes, their, their eyewear, everything that they do, every part of their fiber and fabric is going to be something that connects them to the internet. Alphas won't need that connection because they're going to remember the time before artificial intelligence. They don't need to constantly be connected to the internet. Um, um, But these artificials are clearly synthetic in the proper sense terminal. They are simpler in their lifestyle. Consumption habits of artificials are ethereal, ethereal, and non-material consumption has limitation of resources due to climate change, the situation that they experience. So what they're saying is that they're not going to be caught up into these um, main brands. They're not going to, they're more into having something that's connected to the internet. They don't care the name on it. They, you know, they're not going to be stuck on Nike like we were. They're going to be very non-material. And a lot of this is going to be due to what they call climate change and, you know, um, sustainable development and lack of resources and Malthusianism. So, 
that's the world they're going to grow into as they really ramp up this climate change BS. Um, this ambiguity of lifestyle is most certainly what characterizes young artificials, a natural ability to navigate between those different new needs and many new identities. Not surprising when you look at the openness and tolerance that they have grown from generation to generation with the boomers. And when you speak to people that's in the baby boomer age, trying to talk technology to them is difficult. They don't want to accept it. They don't want anything new, no change. This beta group, they're going to accept whatever new comes. They can't wait for it. They're not going to be um, afraid of technology. They're not going to be afraid of change. They're going to welcome it. And they're going to be more susceptible to believe whatever the AI tells them is true. Now, back again to the music. You know, they could wipe out all of R. Kelly's songs let's just say, and have um, Justin Bieber singing those songs now. You know what I'm saying? And tell that generation, these are the original songs, and they'll believe it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to believe whatever that computer tells them. Um, Just like how older people believe everything that damn television tells them. Anything they see on TV, they believe it. Same thing. And um, that's what I had about generation data the artificials, as they call them. And um, that's what we have to look forward to. And these sort of parents, their parents are going to be my kids. So, um, like, my oldest is 21. If she was to have a baby today, her child would be Generation Beta. This girl can't boil you water. She, she ain't got <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this, this, they go, they're doomed, man. They better have some damn um, robots to do stuff for them. Um, but um, <clears throat> that's all I have for this week, Bev. Okay. And uh, if anybody have any questions or comments, you can call in and uh, push number one. Uh, and you got to take you some uh, honey and, and some lemon cup, most. Okay, here's uh Yeah, I do. Here's the general. Hey, Sister Bell. Sister Bell and uh Jones, man. Well you say something about baby boomers, man. I, I resemble that, man. I resemble <laughs> that, bro. I listen to y'all, man. That's why I keep young, man. Y'all you taught me some new words about right. and all that. I I listen to y'all. That keep me young, man. I know all the hippity hop shit, man. I listen to y'all. I know y'all young folk. and old folk. I listen to Lonnie, Dottie, and everybody, man. It's fun. Absolutely, brother. That's uh, You that's do listen. Man. That's for sure, man. That's for sure. How you been, bro? Hey, bro. I'm out here enjoying living my best life. Living the dream, man. Living the dream, bro. I can't complain about nothing. But uh, yeah, man, yeah. that GPT ain't no joke, man. Even the people that uh, came up with it, they scared of it, nah, man. <laughs> I told y'all everything they do to try to mess us up and go back behind their ass. Did I tell y'all that, Sister Bell? Yeah, you said no. it's moving too fast for them. They can't control it. <laughs> Did you hear that um song, Wes? What you think about that song? Uh, which song was that, my bro? You got that Michael Jackson voice. 
the one with Michael Jackson voice singing that song. Oh, yeah. Well, I ain't heard that song. You can send it to me. But, yeah, we discussed that, like, last year, me and you, about that uh, that fake, uh, some rap boy, they, they made an AI out of him. I told we discussed that, like, oh, last yeah. year, man. Yeah, but I ain't heard Michael, Michael man. Yeah, yeah, man. I tell y'all, I, I be trying to catch up on, on all y'all stuff, man. This shit ain't going to fool me, man. <laughs> they catch them off the internet for being racist. Mm-hmm. It's fun, man. It's tough fun to see all this, this technology, man. Because I, I ain't falling for nothing, man. But, yeah, man, I, that's uh-huh. the thing. Uh, Whitney Houston's supposed to be coming out with some new stuff, man. They don't spend an hour too. Now, now, anytime you see an artist is coming out with some new music, now you gotta really look at it like, hmm, is this really gonna be them or is this gonna be the AI? You know? Mm-hmm. It's a real trick. Now, I'm telling y'all, babe, you y'all, Barry White said in 1983. Bot was gonna take over, man. He was right on the money, man. Barry White. He said it. Yeah, the computer gonna it. take over everything. Yeah. So we gotta remember that we computers ourselves. We're quantum computers because that's why they copy off of us. So we just gonna have to up our um, intelligence. All the time. I told y'all how to beat it. Every time they come at me, I smoke their damn AI. I, I, I'm a glitch, like uh, my man Robot X said. We we a glitch to the computer system. I'm a glitch. Mm-hmm. I smoke that system. They try to hook me. <laughs> but tell well, me, uh, I know you're talking about AI. Uh-huh. What do you think about the Chinese Chinese police station up there in New York, man? I said it to you. What do you think about that? That's a good. They had one before, and they, they the FBI raided it and did all that stuff, and now they got another one. I'm not too sure about the the purpose because let me say I used to work at a law firm, and they had a Chinese partner, and he used to send me with paperwork to this place, and when I would go there, it wasn't like a court court. But it was all Chinese people in a court. Like, it, it had nothing to do with the U.S. court. It was a Chinese court. And he said, I asked him one day, he said, this is how we settle our disputes with each other so that way we're not going through the U.S. system. And I was like, damn, that's smart. You know, like, we should do that as black people. But, um, yeah, man. you know. Because back in the day, we had tribunals, man. Over the, uh, that's what we need to do, man. Just start having our own courts, man. Mm-hmm. I say three yeah, old people, three boomers, three boomers, three uh, generation X, three uh, all the different uh, uh, Gen Xs, all on the jury. I mean, like, like the tribunal, and then some senior citizens, some young folks, alpha generation, some children, and then somebody do something wrong, come and find the council. I mean, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. So I, when I see their police stations, I, I wonder if they uh, work for the Chinese government or if they work for that court system that they got, you know? Because if somebody, I like, well, what happens if somebody doesn't um, follow through with whatever the judgment is? He says, we got ways of handling that. So, like, you know, pretty much like they handle their justice on their own, you know what I'm saying? So I wonder if they got 
actual Chinese jails for that shoes and everything down there. Because in Chinatown, everything got every window got bars because they don't believe in banks because their banks stole all their money in China. You know, they could take your money and build a road with it. You know, you know, you could do with it. So Chinese people typically don't store their money in banks. Uh, they don't trust them. So they got all their buildings is full of bars. It looks like a prison, you know. So they could have an actual prison in there for people that aren't following the laws that they got, you know. Yeah, because they say that the, the, the jail is, uh, police is the catch like the Chinese dissidents that talk against China. That's what they say, you know. That's what the news tell lie. What kind of lie they say? They talking about it's for the the police department, the Chinese people that talk against China. So so they supposed to be working for the Chinese government. That's the story they telling. You know what I'm talking about. So you can take that yeah. with a grain of salt, man. You know the it's a part of Canada, the part that's right above um, Washington State, mm-hmm. Oregon. Like when you go up there, they call it um, British Columbia, the British Columbia part of Canada. If you look up their um their population, they got almost eighty percent Chinese people living in that region. I I was blown away. Um, uh, very few white people. You know, and it might be like five million people that live in that region, eighty percent of them are Chinese. Now they don't have that high a number any other part of Canada, but in that particular area they got police stations and everything there. Um, you know, that definitely you can't say nothing bad about the Chinese government. You know what I'm saying? They lock you up. So you, you, it could be that, man. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, y'all, um, thank you. And uh, we don't have any more hands raised. And so you gave out some good information, Tugmos, as always. Looking forward to next week. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Dr. Robert X. And thank you. Uh, wait a minute. They they got a question here. They don't want you to go yet. Okay, three, two, three. <laughs> three, two, three. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Can you hear me? Yes, it's you. Hey, Hotel. Hotel, better love. Hotel. Better love. Better love. Yo, this is uh this is turning out to become um one of my new favorite shows to <laughs> to have in the rotation, <laughs> man. I, I appreciate what you're doing out here Tub most. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank already, you, sir. Already. Hey, Auntie B, you doing all right over there? I'm doing good. Good, good. Yeah, good here. to hear from y'all. Um, where are you at, bro? I'm California. out here in Cali, man. Um, yeah, I'm out here in California in the in the Inland Empire, about oh, maybe okay. 40 minutes from Los Angeles. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, make sure yeah, you vote for Gloria, man. Make sure you vote for my sister Gloria. She's running for state senator out there, man. She's gonna be on, sister Bam. I just talked to her, and uh, okay. she's gonna be on. Appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to look out for General. Appreciate you. Yeah, right on, my brother. Right on, man. We're helping our people. She's for the people, man. She's sharp, man. She's real smarter than me, man. Me and I talk. Hey, man, she's the one that 
me and her found out that crook that talked about some world court junk, man. Me and Gloria was on that ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Who, who, was, who was that? Who was that? Uh, that new Herndon, world court, Hurt Henderson, whatever his name, man. She was, she, she oh, was digging up all that stuff, man. And she the one was digging wow. up all the information on dude, man. She, Gloria okay. ain't no joke, man. She barely can come up for her man. She, yeah, she she good, boy. She dig up anything, man. Y'all, hey, she not nice, man. When she dig, start digging on stuff, man. Ooh, you good hot dog. I call her hot dog. Okay. All right. Let's see, Beverly. Well, be out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but I was telling you um, we were working on getting the daycare and stuff together. So the state of California just gave us our certification. Last week, well, so we, we we got excellent. that up and running, and we good. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I'll give you okay. another day. What's the name of uh? What's the name of your daycare? Bay Family Daycare. Bay, say that again. Bay Family B E Y. Okay. Family. Okay. Daycare. And okay. then we're gonna we gonna All work right. uh we're gonna work the night we're gonna work the uh the Turtle Island Academy throughout the daycare. So we we still working on the structure, but we 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 working it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. But brother, okay. Well, 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 you know? Thank you. Yeah, that yeah, appreciate y'all. Um this 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 yes, is more uh more motivation. Yes, sir. You oh, doing yeah. the same, man. You doing it, man. Raise them raise them youngers, man, in the right way, man. You're doing the thing, bro. I appreciate you. When I come out there, I'm going to make you a donation, bro. When I come, when I, I'm going to get your number. When I come out there, I'm going to make it give you a donation. Oh, General, <laughs> man, look. I, I was mad. I, I wasn't able to link with you when you said you came out here. <laughs> but that's, yeah. yeah we're going to set, we're gonna have to set a family reunion up, Auntie Bev, and we're going to have to do a, a Truth oh, and Power yeah. family reunion style and uh, fly that fly out one of these one of these years. For real. Yes. Um, yeah, we need to, we'll we'll need to lie. We need to rent a car and lie through Mexico, man, see if we get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> you go through, yeah, you go through San Diego, man. Hey, tell them, bro, you go through San Diego, Mexico, don't go through Hey, Texas, I'm from man. Cali. You don't try the Mexicans, man. They will get your ass. You don't leave the Mexicans alone. <laughs> They're too deep. <laughs> they too deep. <laughs> Yes, all. But uh, yeah, uh, so man, like I said, I'm doing the homeschool thing, man. So for the vacation for this summer, for the kids, we was we was thinking about the East Coast. You know, that ain't something we ain't never did before. But I'm I'm paying attention to the news and with the crazy mayor got going on in New York, we was thinking about flying in to New Jersey because we had a free flight. But um, you know, catching the train up to New York to let the kids see the sights. But I I noticed that it's it's hectic right now out there. I ain't really want to have the kids in the in the no, train. I'm just telling you, you know. Man, this, uh, listen, man, don't listen to the news. I tell people Thank all the time. <laughs> I grew up in a, I grew up in that ever where we ain't getting two thousand murders a year. You can't. This ain't nothing, yo. This little 300 murders. I'm like, man, y'all complaining about this shit? Like, yo, you couldn't have one no gold chain. You couldn't have no ring. They'll cut your finger off. Like, I come from that ever. This, these kids got everything these days, man. They just doing it for clout. 
They doing it to okay, be seen. Okay, so, so so like you was on you know, today's show, you were saying it's the technology. I'm I'm seeing it on the phone. Even out here, I just saw them ransack a liquor store in L.A. somewhere. So I know the kids are just on pin, but it's the social media. I'm just, you know, they they pulling out guns on everybody nowadays. So, you know what I'm saying? So I just put the technology is, is more heightened for us to be. It's not, mm-hmm. I don't really do the news, but I'm seeing the articles and, the, you know, the different new, you know, the different news sites. I'm pulling down the articles and folks is, is you know, everywhere. Okay, I appreciate that. This this my other one, Auntie B, before I go. Uh, oh yeah. Folks been saying get your money off the off the the main sites. Get the get your money off the off the platforms and get them onto like your private private ledger. Help most. Are you familiar with that? I just got my ledger. Uh, I just purchased uh-huh. my ledger. It just came in. Um, so I got the I got the Nano X, the Ledger Nano X, um, Auntie Bev. It looks like a flash drive, but it's supposed to be where you hold mm-hmm. your money on. Most I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that or if you got one yet. About. But uh, can, thank you. Can you go in a little bit on that? Because I'm I'm playing with it, trying to make sure I transfer my money onto that to get my. I'm trying to get my money off the Coinbase's, off the the public platforms and get them on to my private ledger. So okay. I don't know if you can, so what, if you can help the elders what I'm gonna do, understand. What I'm going to do for you, right, I'm going to put you on to Ramon. Ramon's an expert okay. at that stuff. He's got all kinds of ledgers. I, I do it the old-fashioned way, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, they're going to know it anyway. With, with, um, that there, Ramon will definitely be able to give you the best so um, give your information to Bev, and if she can send you your number, I can give you uh, okay. Ramon's number, and y'all can probably text each other. He'll, he'll definitely be able to, because he loves, Man. that's his type. And he does a show on, um, I think on Twitter, about the crypto and stuff, too. So yeah, he's really big in that crypto space. That's the plug. I greatly do appreciate you, brother. And, um, man, UTB, this guy, man, I, I, I can't say anything. You got me speechless, Mr. Mm-hmm. Beverly, every time you come on. But um, just thank y'all. And, um, That's what we're here for. We appreciate you. Right on, young bro. Yeah. And, and listen, man, if you come to New York, man, it's it's a it's a lot of good, you know, sites you can see. Uh, I mean, thank listen, you. It, white people be here in droves, man. They ain't thinking about none of that <laughs> stuff, bro. They, they come here and you... They, none of them speak English, man. They, you know, they, they are here. They worried a, about it. Got to care of the world, huh? They got to kill Wolf Castle, you know, a, a homeless person and just stare at them, you know, look at the nigga. Okay, let's keep going. You know, so the kids, look at him. <laughs> okay, let's go. You know, like, that's just like, you know, so, man, you could, from Jersey, you could go to Statue of Liberty. You could do a lot of different things, man, just kill time with kids, man. Um, especially, man, if you want to put them to sleep, bring them to the Statue of Liberty. By the time they get halfway up and back down, they're going to go to sleep as soon as they hit the hotel. Man. <laughs> hey, Ted, I appreciate it, man. And I'm, com- I'm coming for you, man. So when I when I touch down, I'm going to let you know. But, um, yeah, I-, I-, I definitely do appreciate that game, man. And, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, peace, bro. We appreciate what you're doing. Thank you all. love. I got to. I have another person want to join us. Better love. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, man, I want to go to see my kids there. Look how professional this write-up is. You know how, you know, these people are really doing a great job. So, and, you know, having to do artwork and everything for you. You can make a logo mm-hmm. for the, the thing and everything with it. It'll do all the work for you. You just got to tell it what you wanted to do. And when you have these agents, if you go to agent route or you go to um, the, the baby um, AGI, that that's even better. That's going to make it even better for you because they can access the internet. And right. Get even more right. information. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they can give you real time, real time information as far as the stats and mm-hmm. you know it used to be like what two years ago or two a year. What when was it pulling from? Yeah, it was pulling from two thousand one and before, before the uh, with GCC, right, right. Uh, with Chat GCC, but when they came out with GCC four, that's up to well whatever date it came out with um March whatever. That that's where it cuts off at. Uh, but with these new tools, they're on the internet, so it's fully in time data that you get, and it's nothing from two I years know, ago. I try, to, mm-hmm. I try to order the plug up, the, the plugins or whatever, but it's like they on back order. Like you, you order now, you ain't might not get it till May or June or something. If you get a fool to get it, so many people getting it. So go back and listen to this show if you didn't listen to the beginning. Uh, because I, I mean, I, I gave out like five or six different things that work better than ChatGPT. I'll do this thing for you. Even okay, even. okay, yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. back to it. Yeah, but that's what's good, fam. But hey, there definitely is good. If Tut ain't on here, we are gonna try to put something together to have this another show just about things that you can do with the AI chat. You know what I'm saying for the fans, like it's, right. It's, it, it, right. it's, it's too important. It's, it's opportunity too important to pass over because this is the future. We got to use this tool, like he said, and all it is is execution. You know what I'm saying? And really, it's creativity because whatever you can, mm-hmm. whatever the lane in your niche or you can think of to use this thing with, is there. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's basically you creating your own little universe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You're right. It's crazy what the direction we're going in, but we have to embrace the technology because it's here. And we 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 blog talk. We the fans. We always one thing I know about this show. We stay up on the cutting edge. Whether we some may perceive it good or bad, we stay up on the top information for the family. You know what I'm saying? You discern and yeah. you how you feel fit. You know what I'm saying? But. I love y'all. Thanks, thanks, Tut. You already know best. Oh so yeah, man. You know, it was it's a, right. it's a video where the brother took. I'm sorry, Daddy. Quick, uh, took no, the auto ahead. GCC, the auto GCC, right? The autonomous one. He wanted to buy a particular car at a particular year, a particular amount of miles left on it, or whatever you know, particular color. So he gave it the task of finding this car for him. And what it did was it went through, it found a cluster of them, it created an agent because it wasn't happy with the ones it found. The agent went and found some in another location. They created another agent that went and found them at another, and they compared all the prices. And he ended up paying $1,995 for, $1, for this car. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, most of the places around him were selling it for 4000 but they found someone 
halfway across the country that had it for 1996. Zach Hawes, Zach Mallory's everything. And um, when you give it an end pass, it's going to go through and follow up and create other extensions to itself to try to thoroughly complete that task, you know what I'm saying? So that it works even better than the chat GPT. Well, like uh, the general say, this is a great time to be alive. So use your creativity and, and and no telling where you can go. It's only up to you. So here it is. This is this not the time to be afraid. Make it happen. And thank you again, Tuckmo. Appreciate you. Oh no problem. Uh, for the work and I'm gonna see if do. I can get I'm gonna call Ramon, see if he wants to do a show because uh, he hasn't come on and just saw that cryptocurrency in a long time. And okay. Every time I talk right. to him, he's so far ahead of me. I'm like, damn, brother, where you finding that? You know, so yeah, <laughs> he'll, uh, I'm gonna see if he's um, um available because he's real busy. I know. Okay, to the family, I love y'all, that. man. Thanks for participating. Okay, thanks, love everyone. Be back tomorrow. Right on, right on. This is the world. This is the world. This is the world. I have been through a whole lot. Trial, tribulation, but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry. Yeah, yeah. I look around me. So many motherfuckers wanna tell me, but they don't think I'll never drown me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they tell me, and I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and big guns. Paranoia haunt you. Peace the fashion, police to wear my heart. On my sleeve, let the runway start. You know the man's about do love company. What do you want from me and my scars? Everybody lack confidence. Everybody lack confidence. How many times my potential was anonymous? How many times the city making me promises? So I promise this. I love myself. The world is a ghetto, big guns and dicky Keep y'all on tuck and rotation I duck these cold faces Post up these five four for faces Dreams are realities, peace Blow steam in the face of the beast The sky can fall down, the wind can cry Now the strong in me, I still smile I love myself The world
again. 